the Smash Daily Podcast. Weekdays 4 to 6 on 107.1, the Big Z. Radio for the Riverbend. This goes out to with you right here wbgz it is as it's always four to six o'clock smash daily right here one of some point one fm is uh, in east alton earlier today coming on in and man i drove by fisher lumber f-i-s-c-h-e-r and i'm just looking and they're over there you know right there on shamrock street and i'm just right across from fire station and i'm looking i'm thinking to myself holy mackerel they're going to be 80 years old next month serving the Riverbend for 80 years started with uh, the original Fishers and moved onward all the way up to the one I talked to is Eddie. Ed, man, I tell you, they know that that business, that hardware business, that wood business, that business as far as home improvement is concerned. You've got one of those do-it-yourself type projects. This is the place to go and get that stuff covered for yourself. Even if you're building like a shed or maybe even a small house in the backyard, you never know, you know. Because you might have grandma and grandpa living with you, and it's kind of like, oh, let's build a house. You go over to Fisher Lumber, they got the trusses, they got the roof, everything you need. Shingles, everything. Got everything there. That's the reason they can stay in business 80 years, along with the fact that they're giving it to folks at a decent price, an affordable price. So if you're doing your own personal build, I mean, even the contractors go there. That's how good the prices are. This is the place to go. Everything's there. And I'm just thinking, you know, if, if you want to put just cabinets up in the kitchen, Fisher Lumber, you want to put like a, a new type of floor down, Fisher Lumber, windows of Fisher Lumber, it's all right there at Fisher, F-I-S-C-H-E-R, FisherLumber.com. Looking for my girl T, here we get <laughs> What is going on, T? Mm, nothing and everything, honey. What's <laughs> up? That's exactly right. Nothing and everything. Boy, <laughs> if that ain't right. Hey, uh, how are you dealing with all the snow? Oh, I forgot you live in Los Angeles. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, baby. Long Beach, California, actually. It's like in the 60s. Yeah, I know. Sun's out. I know. Hi. 
Yeah. So you live in Long Beach? Yeah. Oh, uh-huh. see, I, I thought you were living a little eastward, but uh, Long Beach, man, that's nice over there. Bravo, baby. How long you yeah. been? There? How long you been I there? Love it. Mm-hmm. How long you been there? Um, sixteen years now. Yeah, that's what I was saying because T and I, Super Soul Sister and I, Smart Sister T, uh, we were to, uh, together back at Casey. And right. uh, that's where we got to meet each other and uh, fell in love with each other in a broadcast fashion, of course, mm-hmm. and uh, and <laughs> became the friends that we so much so that uh, we can do this this uh, show as far as experienced black is concerned. And yep. I don't get offended. She don't get offended. And I can ask questions mm-hmm. that a lot of people wouldn't ask. Because, right. because they're worried about uh, worrying everybody and offending everybody. Mm-hmm. And everybody. Let me let me just start with this. Um, how did it hit you when you found out that uh, Rush Limbaugh died? Ooh, crocodile tears. Oh, okay, Lord. I, I can't talk what, to you. But what I love are you. we going to do? Yeah, I love you. Oh, yeah, you know, a lot of people are doing that crocodile tear uh, type of thing, aren't they? You oh, know but, they are, but yeah. I wonder who's going to step up and be the next conservative oh, yeah. uh, talk show host on yeah. his, with the, what is it, EIB or whatever. Yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. Is uh, Was it uh, something in broadcasting? Uh, Excellence in broadcasting. That's what it was. That's yeah. what it was. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. And the thing about it is, can you imagine the scramble for people who are wanting that gig? Because that dude made some money, you know? Ooh. What, he was worth $500 million? Ooh. Is that something? Yes, sir. Wow. That's why he you used know, to he broadcast. He buy a lot of OxyContin with that. Well, I don't know. <laughs> Ah, uh, the man is dead. So, uh, okay. So let me ask you, as long as we're on the uh, line of politics here, mm-hmm. how about the, the new imaging that's going on uh, for the for the Biden? So let me just give you some examples. Let's start with, you know, they're showing the, the liberal press. They're showing that uh, Joe Biden's not afraid to go out and get a Get a log and, and place it on the, the fire there in the fireplace in, in the White House. Trump never did anything like that. Trump would go get like a, a Duraflame log, put a match to it, and put it right in there and say, hey, Melania, put this in the fire over there. I got things to do. But right. but Biden will go ahead and put logs on the fire. It gives him a homey touch, doesn't he, to you? And Oh, Lord Jesus of Nazareth. Uh-uh. <laughs> of this Nazareth. is so fake and so fun. Like I said, he can't remember. Yeah. What the log is for, basically, and somebody had to put it in their form. But you know how sappy is this? It's so stupid. Yeah, it's pretty sappy. It if anything, sappy. people should see basically, and and this is going to be the the uh, conservative media. They always talk about the liberal media. The liberal media helped create uh, uh, Trump by yeah. giving him all the space right. and time. Yeah. People got to see. It's both sides of the same coin. They play off each other, mm-hmm. and they're all full of it. Yeah, basically, there yeah. it's no such thing as reporting real stories anymore and real facts and doing your homework. No, everything is somebody's opinion, a talking head, or whatever. Give me a break. Mm-hmm. But but let's, let me give you a scenario. Let's say you're there uh, at the White House and you have the opportunity, uh, President Biden sitting in one of those beautiful presidential type of uh, chairs, and you have an opportunity for you yourself to sit at his feet while he reads a beautiful old time book to you and he gets up to put a log on the fire. Wouldn't you be glad about something like that? Yeah, he probably have his feet on me. I got to warm him. You know, the uh, slaves got to keep my feet warm. 
Well, well no. he's reading a book. He's reading a book to you so that you can grow up more intelligently. He can't see. Come on. <laughs> Uh, it's light, light on over here. Okay. So now over the weekend, over the weekend, President Biden was at Camp David. This is where all presidents go to hang out over there, bring their families, whatever the case may be, uh-huh. be dignitaries from other parts of the world. But he was there with his family, and he had his little tiny nieces with him, I guess. And uh, he was playing Mario Kart with his nieces, you know, his granddaughters. Not his nieces, his granddaughters. And it's kind of like, don't you think like that's wonderfully cool that the grandpa knows how to play Mario Kart and you would play sometimes he'd win sometimes the little girl would win isn't that a wonderful image for the president don't you think uh yeah and he'll probably send a drone strike and kill thousands of other children but no not cute I don't fall for that what is wrong with people uh, <laughs> <laughs> He's going to send a drone strike uh. <laughs> But he and Obama did. Playing Mario Kart. Oh, by the way, drone strike. (laughs) Drone strike. And uh, that's what that uh, would be. Mm -hmm. Now, let's say you were one of his granddaughters, and you're playing Mario Kart with your grandfather right there. Would you let him win, or would you think that if if he won that he was being brutal towards you as a family member? No, I let him win, you know. Yeah. He don't know. Yeah. Well, and I, and you let know. me win so many times over the years. I thank you so much. I've been grateful to you ever since. All right. So here here's here's the last one on the Bidens, and I got one more thing. All right. Oh God. Okay. What? So here's another one of the things that they're trying to image you because you remember when Trump and Melania were were there in the White White House, they were kind of like. It was kind of like a cold between them. You know, they were, they were frigid mm-hmm. towards each other. In fact, uh, they got off Air Force One one time that I saw, and he tried to hold her hand, and he she just brushed his hand away, you know, mm-hmm. just totally Laughed distant. Away. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. So here's the thing with, with Joe Biden and, and Dr. Jill Biden is mm-hmm. is that that they really love each other. And in that, they're not afraid to go with public displays of affection pdas public displays of affection and with that in mind doesn't it make you feel more american because the president's not afraid to kiss his wife in front of everybody not afraid to hold her hand and uh the first lady's not afraid to put her arm around the waist of the president without the secret service coming in and arresting her it's just a magnificent type of situation for we as americans don't you think oh my god what what did you have for lunch? <laughs> <laughs> That's what is being portrayed. Who in the press? And that same yeah. man for all you 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 ladies out there. That same man. Look at Kennedy, uh, and he was he didn't turn his collar down. So oh whatever. Yeah. Well, didn't uh, Biden have some sort of? Uh, Oh, I don't know. I don't want to call it a sex scandal where he was like massaging uh, women's shoulders and everything, and somebody called him out on it. You remember that? In oh, yeah. Day? yeah. A bunch of different things. Kissing yeah. folks in their hair. They yeah. said he loved to sniff people's hair. And, yeah. Oh, my God. He's yeah. a perf, yeah. probably. I remember when you asked me to sniff your hair because you had put gorilla glue in it. And I mean, you put gorilla <laughs> glue in it before. That was a cool <laughs> you thing are to do. <laughs> it's called Gorilla Snot. Ah, is that what it is? Right, gorilla is. Snot. A girlfriend got a little confused yes, right and on. put the glue in there. Lord yeah. help her, Jesus. But yeah. it was a brother that ended up getting it out. Yeah, so, that's hey. right. That's right. That's right. You know why he was able to get it out? Because he had spent so many nights trying to get out his own jerry curl that he knew 
how to work that right there. That's what I'm thinking. He came up with the chemical combination (laughs) true that Uh, took all of it out. So, uh, yeah, go ahead on, brother. He's a a, a plastic surgeon out here. Oh, he is out there. Ah, Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. He's in California. He had to fly to California. Yeah, I forgot that's exactly right. I'm going to throw one last thing at you, all right? And and I'm going to play a piece of an audio here. So this comes off of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And this is Chris Harrison, who is the host and one of the founders of and one of the producers of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette. And he's getting interviewed by a former bachelorette. And they get into it about the antebellum period of American history. I saw a picture of her at a sorority party five years ago. And that's it. Like, boom. Like, okay, well, this this girl is in this book now, and she's now in this group. And I'm like, really? Okay, well, there well, goes. the picture was from 2018 at an Old South antebellum party. So I think, you know, when you, when you. When you not, hold that under the lens. Look. It's not a good look. No, it's not a good. Well, Rachel, is it a good look in 2018 or is it not a good look in 2021? It's because not a, a big good difference. look ever because she's celebrating well, the old South. She's cel- if I went to that party, what would I represent I, at that party? I don't, I don't disagree with you. You're, you're 100% right in 2021. That was not the case in 2018. So he is saying that three years ago, uh, kind of like antebellum didn't matter, but it matters now. How do you play to that, T? That is, oh, my God. He ought to know better. Yeah. Which, what I care about them wearing them dresses, as long as I ain't there serving nothing and nobody else black is there serving nothing, I could care less. Because those were Southern terrorists. So let let them have their parties, fly their flag, do whatever they got to do. But he ought to be intelligent enough. What is three years? We're talking about 100 years ago. Come on now. Yep, yep, yep. Now, I don't know. You said, what's the fallout? That he quit? Well, yeah, he wound up uh, resigning as host of the show. However, he will remain in his role as one of the producers of the show and one of the founders of of the show. So he's still got plenty of money coming his way. Like I said, it's about where is the real money. And sometimes a lot of stuff like with this racial uh, stuff or whatever, of course, we all need to know uh, the history and what is and what was. But people still believe what they want to believe, and they're going to do what they're going to do. And uh, did he lose anything? No. That's just a little less work he got to do. But he's still going to be paid. Are you you familiar with what he has to do? He has to, like, uh, get sensitivity training. You ever had sensitivity training? Oh, my God. That's the biggest crock. It's just like when they're like, well, policemen need more training. and, And if we're trained... Oh, that's just like uh, with racism, period. Oh, well, if you're educated and you get to have black friends, that don't change a racist. A racist is going to be a racist. And uh, a sensitivity training, so what? I I can't stand that. Why don't we all just be for real and say what we got to say, do what we got to do, and keep it pushing? I cannot stand all of that. I would, as a matter of fact, sometimes I'd rather deal with a out-and-out racist than some of these stab-you-in-the-back mm-hmm. uh, tree-hugging liberals. I mm-hmm. mean, come on. At least yeah. I know where I stand with a Klansman. Yeah. Hey, how about, <laughs> All these uh, uh, other folks are the ones that get on my nerves because, yeah. in a way, 
they're even they're racist, more racist because yeah. they're trying to hide it. All right, so let me throw this at you because a lot of pe- uh, white people will be thinking along these lines. All right, on the I think it's the History Channel all this month, Black History Month, they're having mm-hmm. they're having this salute to the Black Panther Party. Now, mm-hmm. white folks might look at that as racist. What do you say to that? a part of history. I yeah. mean, the Black Panther Party was a part of history, and unfortunately, too many people misunderstand who they really were. Mm-hmm. I mean, they had programs to feed kids. They were helping uh, yeah. with children. They're, they're not just these old gun-toting, you know, beret-wearing black men mm-hmm. that are scary. No, mm-hmm. they were doing this a lot of good things that they did. So, mm-hmm. you know, I don't mind that. Tell the truth. Same right the devil. Right on. But, um, you know, just finding out more information. See, that's what I'm saying, how people keep trying to weigh stuff like, okay, is this racist? Is that racist? Is this racist? No. It is what it is. They are a part of history. Okay, you can cover them. So what? You know what I mean with people? Well, let me yeah, figure out it. No, just be you. And if you just like using the N-word, you, according to your geographical location and where you at and who you talking to, yeah. you will find out if you can say it or well, not. That's a good point. So you already know. That's a good point. By the way, Huey Newton, one of the uh, co-founders of uh, the Black Panther Party, I didn't know whether you yeah. knew, uh, had he lived, would have been 79 years old today. Today's his birthday. Wow. Yep, yep, yep. See, you got some black history. I ain't know. <laughs> he's, a, he's a PhD. Most people don't remember. didn't know that. Then he I got remember. his PhD. Yep, yep. He was a brilliant brother. Yeah, yeah. I remember studying well, him. Thank you for that. That's cool. Well, yep. that's great. I, I, you know, once again, like I said, we don't know our history. And maybe if we did, a lot of this stuff uh, could be dealt with because you know. And one, all right, so one last thing. Okay, I totally understood what you said there about the Black Panther Party. No problem, mm-hmm. no problem with it, but that's because me and you got a thing between us. We got a bond between us. Uh, but there's going to be some folks out there who say, well, it's okay. I mean, the Black Panther Party is a part of history. So was the antebellum period. It you? was. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. That's why I'm not tripping on it, because it was. Yeah. That's their history. If they want to walk around and have a ball and do whatever they want to do, like I said, I wouldn't be black nowhere near it. Mm-hmm. But I'm just saying, that right is history. There's no need for us to act like it's not, because it is. So does this mean, that, this mean that you'll look forward to the return of Chris Harrison as the host of The Bachelor and The Bachelorette? Uh, no, because I don't watch that trash. <laughs> <laughs> that is, uh, now they got a brother on there oh, with yeah, all the white women. Where the white women What's at? He's right it. there. Yeah. And so how antebellum is that? No, Give me a br- See, that's what I'm talking about. United States, we're schizophrenic. Something wrong yeah, with us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> But uh, I love you no matter what kind of frenic you are, baby. Okay. Right. I love you. Love you too. That's my girl T right there. Super soul sister. I'll talk to you next time. Love to you. All right, honey. Okay, bye. bye.
Right there, of course. Smash with you right here. It's WBGZ. Don't forget, the big money wheel starts up again tomorrow morning when it do. We start up at $51 on the spins. And every time a spin misses, it goes up another $2. So why not? Tell you what $51 is to me. is two tanks of gas. I'll take that. No problem whatsoever. Put that on your agenda. Do be listening. Folk. Oh, I tell you what. I listen to that song, and it's an uplifting type of song. You lift me up. And that is what a life coach does. That is what a executive coach does. That is what a physical trainer coach does. They lift you up so you can be more than you thought you could be. And that's what Liesl DeHaan does. She's part of the uh, Smash uh, Daily broadcast team here and of course you can find her at duhan d-u-h-o-n duhan coaches.com how you doing kid hey how are you the question is how are you feeling this well week? i tell you i really started feeling good slash normal last thursday it was almost like 30 days from beginning to start so i feel pretty good and so i appreciate your help and helping me through it uh, and we did that on the air as far as you and your analysis of me trying to pick myself up from my situation, because that uh, that COVID will not only hurt you physically, but mentally, too, because all of a sudden you can't do nothing. In reality, you can't do nothing because you don't want to move. Because I felt like there was like a blanket of heavy on me, and I did not want to move. And oftentimes, that same thing happens to folks in their daily life, and that's why a life coach of, of your caliber would be great for somebody to check out at Duhan coaches.com but here's where that heavy kind of like translates differently and that is we are now a month and a half away from new year's day and in a month and a half everybody's made their resolutions and everybody's broken their resolutions so lisa the question that goes out to you your life coach uh what can I do about the fact that I can't keep a resolution? This ain't just this year. This is year after year after year. How do people deal with this kind of stuff? Well, I think I'm so glad you bring this up because this is the perfect time to talk about it. Yeah. You know, usually the middle of February is when 80% of people just give up and say, I can't do this. It's yeah. a failure again. You know, it's time to just give up. And I da- I want to beg to differ on that because mm-hmm. what right now we're dealing with is a time when we actually need to get our mental capacity up. We need to get our health up because we are going through something like a pandemic. You know, if you heard your conversation last week, our conversation about how hard it was to get through COVID, we want to make sure that our immunity is going. And so basically, one of the reasons that why we find ourselves in this kind of crazy situation where we're just beating ourselves up because we didn't hit those resolutions. We gave up on our dreams or whatever our goals were for this year. And, you know, there's millions of excuses and some of them are valid. Hey, I hear you. I've been through it. Can you relate? I can relate, of course. <laughs> and everybody else can relate because exactly. you, you have the best purposes in mind on New Year's Eve. 
And then for the first week, maybe two, and then things start evaporating. Things start dissipating uh, to the point of, I don't want to. A resolution means you are resolved. What happens to resolve? Well, I think generally we as human beings tend to have a, what do you call, a negativity bias. Yeah. And what that means is we're always judging ourselves harshly. Yeah. That impacts our self-confidence. You know, we feel, okay, this is keeping us safe. we got to be tough on ourselves and beat ourselves up if we don't do everything perfectly or even just get part of it right. And, you know, we think it's helping us, but actually it's kind of ironic, but studies show that that is not the case. Having that, living in that negativity and that self-judging is so hard on us over years. It just gets embedded in us mentally, right? Mm -hmm. So we have to find a way to break out of that. And that is going to take time. I'm not going to kid yourself, but it can be done. And I'm actually already experiencing, I'm doing a really special program for eight months, eight weeks, where I'm actually approaching this for myself personally, so I can mm-hmm. import, import this into my coaching. Okay. And what is the and program? And a lot of people go, uh, well, it's about, it's called positive intelligence, and you can actually oh, take the free quiz online if you go to that website. I'll do it. My mentor is, is Shiraz Shamin, and I'm in the middle of his training sessions right uh-huh. now, uh-huh. and there's so much you can learn. You can take the positive intelligence test and learn about your judge and your saboteurs that are stopping oh, you from yeah. getting those dreams. That isn't what I really intended to talk about. In fact, that's a whole uh, nother yeah. thing that we could talk about in the yeah. future. Yeah. This time, I kind of want to focus on, if it's all right, with just sort of just sort of like tell you a little bit, some hints, how you can get past all this all or nothing philosophy where you're beating yourself up. Yeah. So you have a little slip up. You know, everybody has slip ups. That's life. That's human. That shouldn't stop us. We need to be kind to ourselves and treat ourselves, I like to say, like our best friend who slipped up a little. Mm-hmm. And think of it this way. What would you tell your best friend who's coming to you and confessing that, you know, they've screwed up on their resolution, which is either like getting healthier or losing weight? What yeah. would you tell them? Would you beat them up? Well, no, I would try to help them get, just use the term, back on path if, if I, I could. Mm-hmm. And isn't that funny how we never do that for ourselves? <laughs> That's a good point. Wow. You know? Hey, and bingo on that, kid. You straight up on you that. Have, so it's like the first step is awareness. It's yeah. like when you hear your judge coming out and saying something negative or beating yourself up, saying you're incompetent, you'll never get it, you've tried before and you just can't do it. You listening out there, you know, just be forgiving of yourself. That's the first tip. Yeah, but the you know what? Tip, I'm, I'm going yeah. I'm I'm to throw this at you. I'm going to lob this one at you. Oh, yeah. I can't be forgiving of myself. My mom and dad always maligned me and said I wasn't good enough, so I can't forgive myself. Well, you know, parents also have that embedded in them, right? Mm, so you've been conditioned since. That's right. You were a child. All of us have been conditioned to, you know, what is success, right? And basically, a lot of people judge you on what you've done, what job you have, how much money you make. But there's so much more to you as a human being. And so I'm trying to shift that whole paradigm Mm -hmm. and to build you up from the inside out. Mm -hmm. And find your self-worth from inside first. Ah, Not what other people think of you. That's good. That's good. And from a point of self-care, it's like, I love myself enough to figure out what's going on inside my crazy head. Yeah. (laughs) And everybody feels like things aren't going right sometimes. So Mm -hmm. the first step you can do is be aware of when your judge is kicking in. And I want to distinguish between judge and blameless discernment. This is, once again, from positive intelligence. So you can kick yourself all over the place saying, I failed, or you could say, okay, well, I'm curious about this. Mm 
Mm-hmm. What was it that made me fail? Why didn't I want to work out That's every right. day? That's right. Well, was it, you know, let's see why and mm-hmm. let's see what we can do about it. Mm-hmm. Let's not just waste our time blaming. Let's talk about it. Yeah. Was it because you were tired? You didn't have your workout clothes together. You didn't have a program come up or you over, you know, you basically plan to do 30 minutes a day from nothing and you're exhausted and you just can't meet those goals. Yeah, right. A lot of times we hit goals, we ask ourselves to do too much right away. And that is one of the main problems is the, is what you want to do realistic. Mm -hmm. They bite off more than they can chew. Have you ever done that? Yeah. You know, I I said, you know, I'm not going to eat hostess products anymore and I'm back on the whole ho-hos and the ding-dongs. Yep. I ain't talking about it right now, but I mean back in those days, you know, and that's what happens right. to people. Yeah. And that people use com- food for comfort. Yeah, that's right. People use all kinds of things for comfort. Yep. Drinking, yep. you know, binge on, binging on Netflix, yep. uh, you know, keeping super busy so they don't have to deal with the issues at hand. That mm-hmm. is human nature. It's mm-hmm. going to always be there. Mm-hmm. And the first step is to just see it as, okay, this is, I'm basically what I'm calling buffering. I like to use that word. Mm-hmm. It's from one of my other mentors that talks about this all the time. To avoid problems, you're going to substitute something. Yeah. And usually those substitutes end up not being super healthy. It just pushes your problem in the back, and it actually gets bigger and bigger and bigger. Yeah. And the anxiety builds and builds. So yeah. this is a way to actually release yourself from some of that anxiety. Yeah. Huh. And so one of the suggestions I do, go ahead, I'm sorry, I didn't need to interrupt no, you. No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm flowing with you because this stuff is uh, hitting me. I'm sure it's hitting... Uh, you know, the listener, two or three or 20 or 30, 40 or 50 out there, but it's hitting me too. So we got about well, uh, two can, or three more minutes. At least we'll go. Okay. Well, let me just wrap it up quickly. If, you know, basically come up with something that's very specific mm-hmm. and very doable. Mm-hmm. Like I intend to exercise for 10 minutes a day, three times a week yeah. just to get healthier. Yeah. You know, something like that. Or I intend to eat three healthy meals mm-hmm. a, a week to get better in health. Or I'm going to eat half of my dessert from now on. Yeah. You know, just yeah. start with something you know you can do mm-hmm. and plan on it for a reasonable amount of time. Mm-hmm. And so, you out there, I'd love you to have. And one of the other ways you could do this is habit bundling. I'm going to wrap it up quickly because I know you have to go. But one of the best ways of success of starting a new habit is to bundle it with something you do all the time with a current habit. Uh-huh. So basically, if you walk your dog at 3.30 or after work, yeah. team that up with the 10 minutes of exercise right afterwards. Or mm-hmm. you're taking a bathroom break. Every time you do a bathroom break, do three push-ups. That adds up to a heck of a lot of exercise exercise over the day. Trust me. Especially as many times as I go to the bathroom. Holy mackerel, I could be Schwarzenegger (laughs) Schwarzenegger in a month. And think about that. I mean, you're going to get buff if you do that all the time. Or while you're brushing (laughs) your teeth, pair it with planning your meals for the next day. And there's a whole lot of other things. But that's enough to get you started. Hey, we're with you. If you have any questions that you want to put out to me about your specific issues, I can give you some hints about how to get started and how we can work on that. Go ahead and give me a email. Reach out to me on my website, www.dohoncoaches.com, and I will give you a start, a free session to get you moving on this. Beautiful. Now that's some great generosity because from that initial generosity, it's just like the song says, you lift me up and you're lifting people up, man. That's what people need and want, especially at this particular point in world history. That's Liesl Duhon, Duhon, D-U-H-O-N, DuhonCoaches.com. So I'll catch up with you again next week, huh? Sounds great. All right. Hey, take care, everyone. Yeah. And let, let me ask one last question, Liesl. Sure. You know, you're talking about, you know, change things up. If if I ate only one of the ho-hos 
as opposed to all three out of the hostess package. Is that a positive for me? Yes, and especially if you plan it the day before, but that's a whole other thing. I want to have a whole session on getting healthy. Yeah. And planning is key. If you think the night before, I want you to plan your meals the night before. Yeah. And if you say, I'm going to treat myself to one ho-ho after dinner. Yeah. And you planned it and you stuck to just that one, that is totally okay. Because you're developing mental discipline and a mental fitness. Beautiful. All right, kid. Talk to you next week. That's Liesl Duhan, Duhan, coaches.com. Smash Daily is everywhere. Cause I is where you's at. Smashdaily.com. Goodbye, Joe. You gotta go. Commander's over here. Cadet's over there. Stuck in the middle with you. That's all I got to say. That's all I got to say. Trombone shorty. Right there. Magnificent, magnificent, magnificent. I'll tell you who another great New Orleans musician is, is uh, John Batiste, who is on with uh, Colbert at... At night, and that's Harry Parker in the background there. How you doing, partner? Oh man, I, you know I'm enjoying that music. Yeah. Know, yesterday was fat. Yesterday was Fat Tuesday, and uh, man, there's a lot of good stuff going on. And you know, and the, the COVID thing looks like we're getting under control. And yep. uh, oh man, well, what, it's it's a good time to be alive. Well, well, it's a good time to be alive for Commander Nick Dar. And Nick is uh, on with us right here, as is uh, my, my producer here, Lolo, and Nick. Because they didn't have Fat Tuesday, he went down to Soulard by himself and walked the streets alone. It's cold. Carrying a big banner. And that's what he did. Okay, so here's one of the reason I'm calling is because you started up last Friday the Romance on the Bayou. And I certainly that's hope right. that wound up to be a great Valentine's weekend because that was just before the cold snapped, you know, and got all cold right. and everything. And so this week, as we're getting ready to come out of the cold, 
this weekend, I believe, is when this Romance on the Bayou does continue. Am I thinking right, Harry? Well, actually, the Romance on the Bayou, and, and, and I have something even special for you. Yeah. The Romance on the Bayou will end on Friday. Okay. But I got, I got one good one for you. I got this one you'll like, okay? All right. All right. Okay? I, I think that, uh, you know, all the great people that listen to the show and on your show and so forth, I think that the, I think we ought to create something like the first couple come through that door tomorrow gets the romance on the value for two free. How about Get, that? I'm there. Oh, I mean, you meant someone else. Uh, certainly, because <laughs> I go up there. So the first, what time? What time you open it up then, Harry? Well, we open up at eleven. We open up at eleven a.m. Okay. okay. Yeah. And, and uh, even though even though it's lunchtime, we can we can make it anytime. Yeah. And uh, so you know, what would be good stuff. Beautiful. And and since we're over here in the River Bend, they can go to the Edwardsville location, right? They can go right to the Edwardsville location. Yep. They can come in. And, now, if they get in at 11, it may be a little bit early to have yeah. a cocktail. But, you know, if they don't mind, I don't mind. Yeah. Uh, the deal includes a cocktail for two, right? Mm-hmm. You know we, what we could do, Harry? What time are you closing uh, on, on Friday? We close at 10 o'clock on Friday. Oh, beautiful. All right. So Smash Daily ends at 6. Why don't we say the first person to come through the door after 6 p.m.? After 6 p.m. on Friday? There you are. Well, when do you want? There you are. I'd say Friday, man. That's the last day you kick it off and end the, the whole week's promotion like that. And people are going to be eating, starting off with that lobster and just, oh, man, all I'm thinking of is I just wish I had a vat of that butter I could dip my face in, man. That's, oh, hey, I'll, yeah, go, yeah. I'll, I'll go with the lobster and everything, but, boy, I just slurp that butter up, man. I'd be long-tonguing that thing, man. That's good eating, personal. That is real good eating. That's what I'm and, you saying. know, and it's a heck of a way for me to say yeah. coming out of this thing is just another way for me to say thank you to so many people who are coming through, you know, and supporting this restaurant, doing probably one of the most difficult times ever in yep. the restaurant industry. And we're on our feet and, and doing well. And we can give something back. So for mm-hmm. us to be able to give uh, love on the bayou for two of your listeners, on Friday would make me all the more happy. Nice. And I'll promote it tomorrow and Friday leading up to 6 o'clock, man. All right? Yeah. That's what we're going to do. But yes, sir. you go to, uh, I tell you what, Gulf Shores Restaurant and Grill.com. The full menu is right there. And this is something that started up last Friday, goes to this Friday. You have opportunity to take your sweetie out there, take your honey out there, your significant other, whatever the case is. You got opportunity to just eat big, easy style. I just want to let everybody know that's still going on over there at the two locations, Creepcore yeah. yeah. and Edwardsville, Harry. Hey, man, listen, for that guy who messed it all up, got himself in trouble because he missed Valentine's Day, can say, look, honey, yeah. I got you covered. I'm taking you over to Gulf Shores, right and we're going to have some love on the bayou. There you go. That's Harry Parker right there. I'll talk to you again tomorrow. And we'll get uh, all the way to Friday and give this up for somebody. Harry, have a nice evening, my man. Thank you, Smash. Thank you, baby. All right, cool. We go from Love on the Bayou to Ash Wednesday programming. (laughs) So (laughs) covering all angles. Smash Daily right here. And uh, I guess that's the end of the show, Commander. Yeah, we've had enough. (laughs) All right, catch you tomorrow as always, 4 to 6 o'clock. Smash Daily here on WBGZ. We'll take it out with Trombone Shorty.
Smash, smash, dig the smash, 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 dig the smash, smash, smash.